0: What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Chilling with your host Dylan today, and right now I'm just chilling at uh, the good old Walmart. And uh, right now I'm watching these sheds that are in the Lowe's parking lot just fly away because it's literally like a hurricane right now. Uh yeah, I was I was skateboarding earlier and I was having fun until it started raining uh because the wind was literally just carrying me everywhere and it was pretty awesome. Uh but then it started raining and I had to I had to leave. But um yeah, it's uh very very windy right now, so I apologize if you hear any of it uh and you know if you uh if i fly away in the van you guys will be here to witness it so uh yeah but this weekend has been very pretty eventful actually uh, i caught up with a couple old friends that i haven't seen in a while and uh it was really nice um definitely had a couple adventures and just good talks and fun times um so yeah it's been a pretty good weekend besides this weather other than today the weather has been like awesome this weekend besides it just being kind of cold but uh yeah in this episode i kind of want to talk about um visualizing techniques um Because, you know, with this whole, like, imagining creates reality thing, uh, you know, you gotta make your imagination vivid and make it feel real, uh, in order to have, like, a more powerful manifestation, um, and so, you know, an easy way to do that is through visualizing, like, creating mental images and... mental scene or a mental movie and just kind of like putting yourself into it and uh, making it like take up your whole focus so it's like the only thing that exists for you at the moment Um, and so you know I've always known that visualization is a very powerful technique but I couldn't ever get it down, you know. I thought I was doing it right, but I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting far with it. Like, I couldn't make my mental, my mental images feel real. Oh, man, there's a shopping cart about to hit somebody's car right now. Um, sorry, but, uh this is just really amusing I'm just watching all this stuff fly around and it's awesome but anyway uh so yeah the the mental the mental visualization is very important but a lot of people who are in into this like topic you know they'll come to me or you know not just to me but they'll they'll say like oh I can't visualize well like I can't I can't do that and you know, first of all, that's a limiting belief. You should never say you can't do anything. Uh because that, that's the only reason you can't. You say you can't and then you close yourself off from the possibility, even though you can, but you might have to, you know, put in a little bit of effort for it. Um it, it's a lot easier to give up than it is to you know, keep pushing forward and you know that's a that's what makes the the difference is just that that effort no matter how small it is just putting in some effort is better than not even trying um so yeah i was kind of like meditating on this the other day and i was like what am i doing to you know make these these mental movies or these mental images like why can't i Why am I stuck? Why can't I make it realistic? And, um, you know, it kind of just dawned on me. This is why I love meditation. You just meditate on any question you have or any topic and, like, make that your focus. And, like, it just expands and you eventually will just have this illuminating moment where you just realize, oh, okay, okay. So, I, I had this moment um, where I realized that when I am going to imagine something, I've been trying to see the image on like the back of my eyelids. Um, so, basically what I'm doing there is I'm trying to see something with my senses, with my my physical eye. But then I was like, no, like, you know, you hear about this mind's eye all the time and your third eye or whatever. Um, I was like, no, you got to see it with that because then you're seeing it in spirit. Um, And so immediately I was like, okay, let me just like, let me just try to you know, see something simple, something, you know, not anything elaborate, just something simple. So I chose to see a, a like triangle with a black outline and a yellow, uh, like it was filled in with the color yellow, just on like a white, a white background. And, um, and so I noticed that when I'm not try when I'm not seeing it with my mind's eye, my eyelids like my eyes are moving. They're kind of like uh it's like I'm looking at an image or something, uh, and seeing like, you know, moving my eye as if I'm looking at this thing. Um and my eyelids are kind of like you know, it's kinda of hard to keep them like closed and You know, I'm just not relaxed. But then I just turned inward. You know, I stopped trying to see it. And I just intended to see this triangle. And it was like there was this faint image. A mental image. And I was like, oh, that's it. Like, and you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference because when you are going to see it on like when you're trying to see it on like the blackness of your eyelids um you know the image is not very clear it feels like you have to you have to make it clear but then when you're seeing it with your mind's eye uh or seeing it in your imagination or whatever the image is just like it's like it's just always there it's always been there it's you know you don't have to try to make it look like anything like you just imagine it and it's there and it's perfectly like exactly how you want it to be and it's effortless it doesn't feel like you have to like force that image and so I saw it in my mind And I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on this. And this is like the tricky part because, you know, all this time I was like, I have, I can focus on my mind like easily. Like, and I went to focus on this and I could make the, I could bring the image into focus more, but it was very easy to get distracted and this is why it's, like, important to be in a quiet space uh, with, like, not a lot of light. Uh, because, you know, you could easily get distracted from the image that's in your mind by these external things. And then, you know, you're back to the world of senses rather than in your your mental landscape. Um, but, yeah, I I just kept... Focusing on this, and the image would get clearer, and you know, without effort, like you know, I saw I was intending to see this triangle on a white background, and then you know, I'm seeing this triangle, and all of a sudden, there's it's on a whiteboard, and I'm in a classroom, and you know, that image like stayed for a minute, but I got distracted again, and I was just looking at the black of my eyelids again. And then I went back to it and again I was in a classroom but this time I was sitting down holding a piece of paper with this triangle and you know it's it was very interesting because these these images they're super super realistic the more you focus on it and you know what if you keep focusing on it you can literally put yourself there And it will feel just like any other real experience you've had. And so I I focused on it. And, um, you know, as I would focus, the image would just become more solid and more real. And there would be more sensory, like, input coming from this mental image. And... You know, I, I still am working on the the attention and the focus, but I I can see now that this is like how it is supposed to be done Uh, in my way, in my way. You know, somebody else might have some other way that works. And but this is what is working for me. And it's very interesting because, again, you know, I'm not. I still need to work on that focus and that attention, but I'm finding that as I as I turn inward rather than trying to see like a physical image on the back of my eyelids, you know, it's a lot more it doesn't feel like as much work and when I'm in my meditations doing this, um I've had some like pretty crazy like visions um or like more detailed visions, you know, they're not like insane like whoa. You know, I they are just because it's like a thing that's completely produced by your mind and it's taking place in you um but it's it's very interesting because uh I've found that like you know, since I I'm focusing inward so I'm becoming more aware of those like mental images and movies that are taking place in me but since I I need to strengthen that focus you know I I tend to lose hold of the mental image I'm intending on seeing and then I I end up like in this random scene uh like for example, I was doing this like triangle exercise uh the other day and all of a sudden, you know, I'm I'm making this image clear, but then I lose focus for a second. But I was very relaxed, and I think that's the key. Like you have to be very relaxed. Um, you know, you got to be kind of like in a hypnotic state, I guess. Um but I lost focus of this this triangle and then all of a sudden i was you know obviously this is in my mind in my meditation um i i was all of a sudden i was driving down the highway in this car and i happened to see a i i just looked up and there was like a billboard like one of those one of those like it's almost like a construction work sign the ones with the orange lit up letters that say like, oh, th- you got this long until you're at this place. This long till you're at this place. And, you know, it's nothing like super significant or anything. It wasn't like, oh, whoa, but it was very realistic. Like, I literally felt as if I wasn't meditating on my bed anymore, but I was actually in this car Driving, looking at a real billboard, and you know it was just as real as as any other experience I've had in my life um and you know I even had like the feeling that my body would have from like sitting in the seat of a car, I had the feeling of going a certain speed i had I could hear the traffic on the road and the car that i was driving in i could hear that too and um then i i kind of i think there was like a noise or something outside and it like snapped me back and i was just back to looking at the back of my eyes um and then there was one like a day or two later where i was doing the same thing the triangle exercise or whatever And, um, all of a sudden, I'm in this scene where there is, like, I'm kind of in, like, a country area with, uh, there's just a lot of trees and wildlife and, you know, greenery. Uh, but there's this dirt road, and I'm on it, on my feet, not in a car or anything. I'm just standing there, and I was... I was just like, "Huh, this is a an interesting road. I wonder what's at the end of it." And as soon as I, that thought was finished, I was at the end of this road, and there's this there's this hole in the ground, and around the the outside of the hole, there's just this like big like outline around the the hole. And it was, like, made of concrete or ceramic or something like that. And it had, like, a bunch of, all I can describe it as is, like, ancient Mayan Aztec, like, designs. And I looked down in this hole, and along the walls of this, this hole, it was just a bunch of white crystals, like, all the way down. And then, you know, the hole was so deep that it's just black at the bottom and next thing I know I'm just climbing down into this hole and jumping in and as I was falling I felt that same feeling you get in your stomach when you're like on a roller coaster or you're falling or uh, whatever I had that same feeling and it literally felt as if I was falling down this hole like Nothing else existed but this experience. And it felt completely real. And then I was just like. Huh I wonder why I'm falling down this hole. And you know. I I kind of just became aware that. I don't know what it was. I might have either got distracted. Or I just thought of my body. But as soon as I had that thought. I was just back to looking at the backs of my eyelids. And You know, it's weird because within the following days, um, after the, one of the, the car vision where I'm looking at that billboard thing, you know, I just so happen to be driving to Grand Rapids with my friend and we're on the highway and I look up and I see one of those, like, I, I didn't. I didn't force myself to look there. I just naturally looked up and there's one of these signs, the same one that I was talking about in the vision. And you know, you can call it you can call it a coincidence because it's very easy to and it doesn't seem significant. But to me, I know that that was a result I, I saw that in my physical world because I saw it in spirit first. And then, with the whole thing, uh, obviously I did not fall down a hole, but I did see this this imaginal thing expressed in my world. Um, and I went over to one of my friends' houses, and we were playing this video game, and the character, uh, in one of the like cutscenes was running down this like gravel path and they were running from, like, monsters or something. They were going down this gravel path, and then they get to, like, the end of this path and look down, and it's just this, like... It was like a hole or, like, the entrance to, like, a cave or something, and they... I guess they had no choice but to go down there, but first they looked down into the hole, and, like, the how it looked in the game, it was kind of, like, shiny... In this hole, because the like rocks in it were like wet, but it was like those white crystals that I saw in my vision. Uh, there wasn't like the Mayan looking entrance though. Um, but this person just jumped down the hole, and like as they were falling, the cutscene changed as they were falling, and it was just it. To me, like, I knew exactly what that was. Like, it was my imagination projected onto this screen of space. And this is why you can't... When you're, when you're doing this manifestation stuff, you can't worry about how it's going to happen. Because it can be expressed in an infinite amount of ways. You know, it's not up to you how it happens. You just define what you want and you define the end result of the events that are about to come that's all you worry about and then the rest is just it takes care of itself it's just like planting a seed like you know you pick the seed that you want say it's an apple tree and in your mind you know that the end result of this is an apple tree and you just You choose to plant that seed and then you don't know how that plant works. You don't know how it grows. You don't know how it's going to look. You just know it's going to be an apple tree and you you trust that and then it is. Uh, So it's like the same the same idea, you know, your thoughts and your mental images and your feelings will produce things in in its likeness, in its nature. You know, you can't plant an apple seed and expect a cornfield. Just like you can't have a bunch of negative thoughts all day and expect to see good things in your world. You can't feel like crap all the time and expect for you to feel good later. You can't expect to feel good about the things happening in your life if you feel like crap all the time. Because you're gonna you're gonna just attract yourself to events that are that resonate with your feelings. Like I've said before, we have this it's like an like our energy in our in ourselves you know, Attracts to things that are like itself. So you know you can't be negative all the time and expect a bunch of positive stuff to come your way. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that that's my my new uh, visualization. Yeah, it's not even a technique. It's just I realized how to actually visualize. Uh, and it's nothing to do with seeing it with your physical eyes. it's all about what is going on in your mind, you know below the surface um and it really does feel like there's like an eye in the middle of your forehead because this image like it feels like it's just in the center of of your mind or in like the like you're seeing it like. I don't know, I can't explain it, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's just like a muscle, it's just like a muscle, as you practice and use this more and more and more, um, you know, it'll grow stronger, and it'll be easier to see things without physically seeing them, um, and it's just awesome. It is so awesome. Like, you know, I've... Since I've done that, like, I think every time I meditate now... I have... I have these, like, visions. These realistic visions. Um, And to me, it's just like, dude... Literally, like, everything I want, I already have. All I gotta do is just see it. Like, you know if you can awaken your your mind's eye, if you can open your mind's eye, like, to the point where you can easily see your mental images and just dive right into them, like, what can you not experience? What can you not do? You know, you can imagine anything. Like, you know, that's just a very... To me, I was so excited. I was so excited, like ecstatic, because I was like, okay, all I need, all I've got to do is just focus on on strengthening this skill. And, you know, it doesn't even matter if I experience these things in the physical world because I can just go within and do whatever I want without asking anyone for permission Like, hey, is it okay if I experience this in my imagination? You know, I don't need to ask anybody for permission. I don't need to uh, wait for anything. I can experience whatever I want, whenever I want, wherever I want. And to me, that's just awesome. You know, I don't... All I need is my mind and I could be entertained for eternity. And... You know, what, how would that not make you feel good? And, you know, a big part of me is, uh, I, I kind of came up with this plan to, you know, just write down these visions whenever I have them, um, and dreams and stuff. And, uh, I was thinking of using them as inspiration for, like writing stories or books or you know maybe even trying to make a little film here here and there or uh you know just get creative with it or you know use it for art um you know that's just inspiration for so many things and uh you know I could turn it into stories and tell stories and write my own books like i could do anything with with this internal world i could i can literally bring my internal world out and show the world like what you can find within yourself and you know i think that's honestly how you know like any movie any book any music you know that all first existed in somebody in someone's mind and you know they probably had very vivid you know a movie maker he has to he has to see this scene in his mind first and then you know he can he can make the... he can, like, you know, move the camera or whatever or have all the special effects necessary to match his, like, mental image. And it's awesome. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to also kind of bring this up. Uh, I've had... I had a couple people... I'm not gonna, like, say who they are, but I heard that, you know, they... they were thinking that... uh you know, the things I talk about are crazy, obviously, you know, a lot of people probably will think that, but, and, you know, they, these people have told me before that I should, like, get checked out in, like, a a mental hospital or whatever, and, you know, I know I'm not crazy, I'm just open-minded, I'm not closed off to possibilities, and, you know, it kind of just, like, it didn't hurt me, because I know what I know, and I can't expect people to, you know, agree with me on everything, but to me, it was just sad, because, you know, this is what happens to so many, so many great minds in history, you know, Einstein was probably called the wackiest person in the world until people found out he was right, you know, and and Nikola Tesla, and, uh, you know, all these great minds in history, they had these amazing ideas that would change the world, and people called them crazy, they called them crazy, and, you know, the difference is, you know, a lot of people will have great ideas and someone calls them crazy and then they stop believing in themselves. They stop believing in their ideas because they don't want to be called crazy. But you see, like, all these other great minds, they were called crazy, but they didn't care. They knew that they were on to something. They knew that you know, in order to grow, you have to take this leap of faith into the unknown. You have to you have to go somewhere where no one else has gone before. And obviously, that's some people aren't going to like that. They're, they're not going to approve of it because it's not, quote-unquote, normal. But what is normal? Please tell me. Please tell me. And so, you know, these people that, you know, they didn't say I was crazy, but they just, they said that they think, That I was talking as if I'm a higher power. And here's the thing. You know I say it all the time that. I am God. But also you are God. We are all God. You know I'm saying that. I am the God of my life. The things that happen in my life. Are a result of how I am. I'm not saying I control everything anybody else I'm not saying that I have any power over anything outside of myself no what I'm saying is I am the god of myself I am my god I'm not your god you're your god I'm not I don't have power over anybody else but myself but as I change myself the things in my life change the way people act towards me changes. The way things go for me changes as I change myself. I'm not sitting here all day say, telling myself that I control everybody. You know, that is crazy. That is insane. And so, you know, the it, it just really sucks to, you know, have somebody call you crazy when they won't even listen to what you're saying. You know, that's what I'm always saying on here Is that an open mind is the key to a, a good life It really is You know, but These people that, that called me crazy Or uh, The higher power, god person, whatever You know They only say that because my beliefs don't agree with theirs And I respect that, you know I have a lot of beliefs that uh you know uh, something will come up and I don't accept it because it doesn't align with my beliefs but you know I I have found that uh that there's more than what most of us think there is to life and so of course my beliefs are going to be different you know my beliefs are very very much just further out there I guess than most people like to go um and so you know I don't care that these people think I'm quote-unquote crazy or whatever uh because I know I'm not and but here's the funny thing if I did if I didn't you know believe in myself And I accepted their suggestion that I'm crazy. I would be. I would be. You know, that's the thing. You got to just believe in yourself. You can't believe anything anybody else tells you about how things are or what's real and what's not. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows the full truth of everything. Yet, these, these people that have these, like, crazy, miserable lives, and these people that have all of these just, you know, horrible inner, inner worlds, you know, they act like they know it all, and that's exactly why they are stuck where they are, because they don't accept that, you know, we know nothing, we know nothing really like you know there is so much information to take in in this universe and to act like you know every bit of that information and say this is how things are well you're wrong you're wrong straight up like no argument you're wrong because here's the thing here's the thing Me and another person could be looking at the exact same thing and have two different interpretations of it. Which one is right? Which one is wrong? Neither. To both of those questions. You know, my view is not more correct than the other person's view. My view is not any more wrong than the other person's view. But here's the thing. If we got every living thing in the universe to look at the same thing and give its interpretation and then combine all of those interpretations that would be the full truth of that thing. You know, none of us see the full reality of anything. None of us do. You know, I look I could look at my van and I think of it as a home, I think of it as an awesome vehicle, I think of it as uh you know, comfy and War, well, not warm, really. <laughs> I, I think of it as all of these things, but somebody who, you know, doesn't know anything about it, they could come up and say, you know, their meaning of it is, uh, looks like crap, looks like it's gonna be broken down soon, looks like it's, uh, you know, this whole different view. And then another person could come along and be completely neutral about it. And you see, there's like, all of these angles to look at it and all of those combined you know every everything that a person could think about this van everything that every single living thing thinks about this van that's what that van is it's all of those things because if it's if it's true for me that this van is awesome but it's also true for somebody else that it's crappy. Well, who's right? You know, there is, they're, they're both right. But from my point of view, it's this. From that person's point of view, it's this. And so, you know, I don't know. It's weird, you know. You don't, nobody sees reality for what it truly is because if i could look at my van and immediately associate it with every single thought that's possible about this van i'd probably have a stroke i'd probably have an aneurysm and die because that's just too much to take in um but you know not no assumption about it is wrong you know whatever you say something is to you that's what it is to you you know, and you will experience that part of reality. You know, this van, it has all of those qualities. It has all of those qualities that every single person finds in it. But me, you know, I only see my sliver of reality. My, my point of view of this van. And if my point of view of it is it's good and reliable and... Uh, awesome you know that is what I will experience because I'm tuned into that part of reality and so if somebody else came along and told me that this van sucks and I believe them I'd be hopping on their their slice of reality of this van and then it would become my reality you see what I'm saying like and so this is why you know trust yourself you know if you think something's awesome keep thinking it's awesome if you think something sucks then change your perception of it because you can do that you can totally change your view on something and then that's the part of reality of that thing that you will experience you know you, you ha- your word is literally your mind is the selector of your reality you know, all of these all of these truths of these things exist and you get to choose which one you believe. And when you believe it, then that's that's your reality. You know, when you truly believe it and you see things that way, that is your reality. You know, now my reality and the guy sitting next to me, his reality is completely different. You know, we could be we could be looking at the exact same picture. And it could mean completely different things for us. You know, I say I look at a, a Spanish word. To me, it makes... Well, I mean, I know some Spanish. But it's if it's a word I don't know, to me, it just means confusion. It means I don't understand. But to a fluent Spanish speaker, to him, it means like... Uh, Soccer. I don't, I know the word for soccer in Spanish is football, but, you know, just, just for an example. Um, And so, you know, with these people that are calling me crazy, you know, I don't believe them. I don't, because from my point of view, I am, I am totally fine. You know, I am totally sane. I, this is how reality works for me. And, you know, maybe maybe you don't see it that way, but I do. Uh, so, you know, what really is insanity? What is crazy? You know, it's just a difference in reality. You know, no two people, just like there's no two snowflakes alike, just like there's no two monkeys alike, just like there's no two trees alike, no two realities are the same. And so, to me, it is so arrogant. And so dismissive to just say that someone's crazy. Or, you know, not believe someone when they're telling you about their experience. When they're telling you what is happening in their life. And you say that it's crazy. And you just shrug it off and dismiss it. You know, you are the asshole in that situation. You are the stupid one in that situation. And when you dismiss people... When they're telling you about their experience, you know I have no respect for you if you just do that. You know, I have no respect, and I have no reason to because it's it's ignorant. It is truly ignorant to you know shut out any idea. You know, you could get some guy could be coming up to you telling you like, oh, I have this idea of like of of a time machine. And you just say, that's nonsense. Well, you know, you could have been the one to help him, you know, if you were to just believe him. If you were to just say, that is possible, you know, let me hear out what you're saying. You know, you could be the first two people in the universe to create a time machine. But since you didn't want to listen to him because your beliefs don't agree with his, you know, you just... You just shut out that possibility entirely. Now, who's more ignorant? The guy coming to you telling you that there's a possibility of creating a time machine or you who's saying it's impossible? I'd say it's you who are saying it's impossible that is the ignorant one there. And, you know, maybe maybe it doesn't work out. But still, in the end, if you if you just, like, are open to it, you know, you'll figure it out. You know... There there are so many ways that we could have such a different world, but you know, nobody wants to be a believer. It's so easy to doubt. It's so easy to just shrug things off. But that's not how we make progress. That's not how we make the, the world a better place. You know, I tell people all the time that world peace is totally possible. And they say, no, that'll never happen. Well, you're one of the reasons why it won't happen. You you saying that it's impossible is the reason it's impossible. Honestly. You know, I'll be a believer till the day I die that things are going up. The world is moving in a good direction. You know, I'll be one of those people until the day I die. I'll be optimistic because... You know, it it hasn't happened yet, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. That doesn't mean it can't happen. You know, it, it's just like before any of us were born. You know, we were completely impossible, apparently, because we didn't exist yet. You know, we weren't even an idea yet, but the possibility still existed. It just wasn't brought to a reality until someone was aware of it. By thinking of it. By imagining you existing. Your parents, you know, that before they even had you, they imagined having you. They thought of having you. They felt like they should have you. And then they were like, you know what? This is possible. And they came together, did their thing, and now here you are, listening to this podcast. You know, i it, it's completely ridiculous. It. It's so so outdated to be a non-believer. It is ridiculous to say anything is impossible. You know, I always say that I would not be surprised if I was walking down the street and I saw the first person in history to grow a pair of wings and fly away. And, you know, I don't have to have a reason. I don't have to have a reason as to why I believe that you know, other than just being open to it, you know, I don't have to explain to you why I think it's possible, but here, I'll explain it, you know, when we were just a little sperm cell floating around, you know, we didn't have eyes, we didn't have ears, we didn't have a mouth, we didn't have legs, arms, nothing, we were just this single-celled organism that couldn't do anything but swim, and then somehow, Somehow, you know, nobody can explain how things grow. Nobody can explain how things transform into other things, but they do. And now here we are, using our mouth to speak, eat, breathe, taste things. We're using our nose to smell things, and some of us are snorting powders or whatever, or doing stupid shit with it. So, And then we're using our eyes to see, we're listening with our ears where we have a beating heart and all this stuff well how how we were just a single-celled organism you know that is literally impossible apparently you know that's impossible to go from that to this body now you know what how is that even possible nobody knows nobody can explain it you know we can try but we'll never know why so how ridiculous is it really to believe that a human can grow wings you know if we can grow all this then why wouldn't it be possible for for us to start having wings or like A third leg or two heads, you know, it. it, I mean, that's a thing too. There's people that exist with two heads, there's conjoined twins, you know, they, there's so many of these things that should not be possible that are, you know, it's crazy. It's so crazy. And people will call you crazy for being a believer. They they're stuck in this mode of when I see it I'll believe it. Well, why not just believe it and then see it? You know, you do you think any person that became successful was like I need to see I need to see progress in order for me to believe that I'm successful? You know, do you think any person that started with no money that is now a billionaire or a millionaire, do you think that they were like, oh, I don't see money now. I don't believe that I'm ever going to be wealthy. I don't believe that I'm, I have, you know, do you think they really did that? Do you think they really doubted themselves and doubted things to success? No, that is ridiculous. They believed. They believed in something that they couldn't see right now. They believed it, and then it became a reality. That's what I'm teaching here. That's what I'm studying. You know, believe. You know, there there is no reason to believe that it's impossible for an airplane to be flying over you with a case of a billion dollars that just somehow drops it, and now it's yours. You know, there is no reason to to not believe that. You know, you can't say it's impossible. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it won't happen. And I think I think so many of us are just stuck in that mode of you know, if we can't see it, it's not real. And you know, okay, well then you need to if you truly believe that if you can't see it, it's not real, then you need to stop stressing out about anything that's not happening in front of you right now because that's impossible if you're standing around you know in the store or whatever looking at this product and you see the price tag on it and you start stressing out about how much money you do or do not have well you know it what are you doing right there you're believing in something that your senses aren't telling you. You know, the only thing that's telling you that you can't afford it is your mind, and you're believing that. Well, if you're looking at the product, you're not looking at your bank account to know if you have enough to afford it or not. So how can you possibly say that that you don't have enough money? Because, it, it just get this, if... If if the only things that exist are what we can see, then how how are you saying that you don't have enough money when you're not looking at your bank account? Who is who's saying that? You know there's nothing outside of you telling you that at that point. It's all internal. It's all within you. You're the one telling you that you can't afford it. There's no physical thing coming and saying you can't afford this. The only thing, the only physical things that are telling you anything are the product you're looking at and the price tag. They're just giving you this information. You know, that's... And they're not even giving you any information either. You know, when you think of it, if you're looking at a price tag that says $49.99, you know, that's just a bunch of numbers. It doesn't mean anything. But in your mind, you know, there's all these unseen things. You're saying, oh, that's... Two twenty-dollar bills and a and a five and four ones and ninety-nine cents. Well, that's just a number. Where are you get? Where are you getting that information from? That tag isn't telling you that. It's just telling you a number, and it's not even telling you a number. It's just colors on a piece of paper. But somehow it you see this and it means something. Well, that meaning isn't from the tag. That's all taking place in your mind. Like, you know, you just see this number. You don't see the meaning of it. You can't see meaning. Meaning is something that you create in your mind. And, you know, uh, I don't know. It's super interesting because, you know, now I, I truly... And I'm starting to just realize that, yes, like this whole world is imagination. Like, you know, physical things have no meaning at all. But then we create meaning for it. We say it does this. We say this and this and this are a result of this and this and this. But, you know, in the end, who's saying, who, who, what is saying that? That is true. It's not the things itself. It's you. You are the truth creator here. The The human mind is truth creator. You know, like... I don't know. You could look at a... Let's think of something simple. You know, you could look at a lighter, I guess. And you flick the lighter and it makes a flame. And then you... You say... Oh, so, when I'm clicking this, this is happening, and then this happens, and now there's a flame. Well, really, like, you know, those pieces aren't doing anything. They're not creating anything. You are. You are the one that is setting these things in motion and expecting that this, 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 and this is going to happen. And, you know, that matter... That physical thing is obeying your expectation it's obeying your imagination and like you know it sounds very far out there it sound it really does, but like I've said, you know to close it off, to close off any idea, to close off anything or call anything impossible is ignorance. One hundred percent, you know it's not there is no logic here logic does not apply to this world you know logic honestly is just fear plus ignorance you're afraid to go out of the norm so you ignore all of these ideas that's what logic is i to most people i'm not a logical person but you know my logic the things that make sense to me are just different than what makes sense to you my logic is just faith. You know, that, that's how, you know, I, the only thing I can do truly, the only thing I truly can do when I want something to happen is just have faith that it will happen or that it, it is done already. That's all you can do. You can either trust or doubt, have faith or not. You know, that's that's all you can do. You can't do anything other than that, and then all of your if you if you choose to be faithful to your assumption, you know that oh this this will work if you choose to have faith in that assumption, you will just naturally act out of that state. your actions will be made out of faith and confidence that this is going to work. Do you think those actions will be more powerful? Or do you think that if you are doubting that this will work, you know, and your actions are coming from a place of doubt and not trusting that this is going to work, which, which which state do you think is going to produce better results? Which state of mind do you think is going to produce a greater result or a more successful result? The one who's... Who doesn't even think it's going to work in the first place or the one who believes 100% that it's going to work. I'd say the guy with faith is always going to win. And, and, you know, again, if you just think of it all in terms of energy, you know, when you trust something fully and you let go of trying to make it happen and you just trust that everything is going to turn out perfectly... Your energy is not meeting any resistance. It is flowing exactly where you intend it to without without resistance. But when you doubt, you resist it. And you block that energy from flowing to whatever it is you want it to accomplish. That's really all it is. That's what it comes down to. Um, But anyway... Uh, I think this podcast turned out pretty well. We covered some pretty good stuff, and, you know, I love doing these podcasts because I feel like I always, I learn something from myself, you know? I surprise myself when I do these podcasts, and, um, you know, I don't, I can't explain it, but I'm just grateful. If you listen to this, I'm really grateful for you, um you know like i've said before like you know i'm doing this for me but when i see that there's you know a couple people that are you know continuously coming back you know it it gives me a greater sense of purpose to be doing this because you know if you keep coming back you know to me it just means that you're you're learning something or you're just interested in what i'm saying and You know, that's that's where it all starts is just taking interest in something and um, feeling like you're learning, you know, feeling like you're taking something away. That's where it all starts, man. Um, But, you know, I am just so grateful. And I think I just went past 50 episodes, or this might be the 50th. I don't know. But 50 episodes, and I've got, like, a couple people that come back to every single one. You know, that's that's awesome, dude. Like I am so grateful for you if you are listening to this right now. And you know, I really I really do hope that you're taking something away from this um and you know, if you ever got questions, you can Go to my Reddit page, r slash uh, Conscious Creation Club. You can hit me up on Facebook, Dylan Denio. You can send me an email, DylanDenio at hotmail.com. Um, you know, all of those are options. I want you to take this stuff in. But anyway, I got to get going. This is about to get cut off, but I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And uh, until next time, have a good time and peace.